Hello, my name is Adam Eason. Welcome to episode 110 of Hypnosis Weekly. Hello hypnosis friends and a very warm welcome to Hypnosis Weekly. Once again in my own highly biased opinion I think I have a positively dreamy show lined up for you today. In a short while I'll be sharing with you this week's interview with my guest Michal Szeslakowski. Uh, then we'll have this week's hypnosis in the news stories examining the media where hypnosis has featured. I'm going to offer up some personal subjective commentary on the ways hypnosis gets portrayed in the media. We then return with our professional discussion with my guest Michal Szeslakowski. Uh, we'll be talking all things lucid dreaming as well as hypnosis today. Um, we'll round things off with this week's hypnosis evidence based factoid before I bid you farewell for another week. As I say at the beginning of every Hypnosis Weekly episode, this podcast is something that I want to encompass a feeling of embracing diversity, celebrating the field of hypnosis and encouraging friendly, professional, enjoyable discussion and debate, as well as doing its best to inform and educate. I do not share the same stance as most of our guests and at times have major differences in approach and leaning, but all are incredibly lovely people who I'd happily talk with until late in the pub, and all of whom, following their time here on Hypnosis Weekly, I have a great deal of respect for. If you have questions, queries, thoughts or feedback, do get in touch via the Hypnosis Weekly website. All the references made in the discussions along with related links are posted in the episode notes section at iTunes and on the episodes page of the website www.hypnosis-weekly.com. That's just hypnosisweekly with a hyphen in the middle.com. You can add your thoughts, comments, make any suggestions there too. Please do share this podcast on Facebook, Twitter and anywhere else to help us reach more of the hypnosis community. Uh, it's greatly appreciated. If you enjoy this podcast, please do go give us a favourable rating, even a favourable review at iTunes. Um, it takes just a couple of seconds and a couple of clicks uh, to do so. It helps us a great deal. Um, so first of all today um, is this week's interview with Michal uh, Czeslakowski. Um, before recording the podcast, I asked Michal um, if I was pronouncing his name correctly. Um, and he said it for me correctly a couple of times and, and, and I repeated it again. And he simply said, OK, that's good enough. Uh, so I'm guessing that I, I still not absolutely got it nailed. Um, um, but, but I've met uh, uh, Michal. He's based in Poland. Uh, I've met him a couple of times at events and we've talked before and I found him to be good company. Um, he's very enthusiastic about the field of hypnosis and, um, and, and exploring it. Um, he's been a presenter at the UK Hypnosis Convention and is going to be again at this year's um, upcoming event. Uh, so when him and I were discussing matters related to that, I invited him onto the show. Um, so let's get on with it, shall we? Uh, for now, get comfy, my friends. Turn up the volume. Sip on your tea. Enjoy this week's interview. So, as I've just been discussing, I'm delighted to welcome this week's guest, the one and only Mikhail Czeslakowski. Mikhail, welcome to Hypnosis yeah. Weekly. Thank you, and hello. Um, so, so tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us a bit about your background and how you got into this field and how you've arrived at where you are now. 
And uh, well, um, for me, it all uh, began uh, around 15 years ago uh, when I came across the, a subject of uh, lucid dreaming. And um, one night, I have uh, one out of out of the blue. I haven't experienced anything like this uh, before, so I began. Um, uh, my my journey into uh, what the human mind is all about, uh, and I get uh, interested by lucid dreaming, then uh, by hypnosis, because uh, in my opinion, hypnosis is the best way to achieve the the state. I have some major problems though, during the my my journey because I was a horrible horrible hypnotic uh, hypnotic subject. Uh, so I couldn't uh, use hypnosis properly uh, to achieve my goal, uh, which was uh, obtaining uh, stable, lucid dreams at the daily basis. So that was my beginning, and uh, and and through the many years of of experience and constant learning and uh, meeting with with all the great hypnotists from all over the world, I was able to. Um, to overcome my my problem, I was able to uh, achieve the deepest states of of hypnosis. I was able to uh, to learn how to use it properly with uh, with the clients and how to use hypnosis to lucid dreaming. Well, this is yeah. uh, this is the long story short, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, tell me, tell me. Where are you at as far as hypnosis is concerned? So, so how, how do you define hypnosis, or or, or how did you arrive at, at your explanation of it, or uh, how do you explain hypnosis? Um, I mean, do you explain it differently to clients as you would to to people that you met at a party, for example? Tell us a little bit about where you are as far as hypnosis is concerned. Well. Um, there, there's a different uh, explanation about hypnosis, which I'm uh, giving to to my friends, to to my clients, and also a different one uh, that I'm explaining to the people that I uh, I'm teaching. I'm teaching hypnosis to to hypnotherapists um, because, uh, well. <laughs> Uh, in my opinion, um, the, the, the deeper understanding of hypnosis, the more things uh, you can accomplish uh, with it. Um, so, well, um, I, for example, I noticed that uh, in the field of uh, of, uh, of hypnotism, um, hypno hypnotists and hypnotherapists are divided into the two circles. Uh, the people who are the, into um, trans phenomena, uh, trans-oriented people, and people that are oriented into, well, uh, some called uh, hypnosis without trans or, or things like this. Uh, yeah. But actually, um, I think uh, both uh, circles, both camps um, are right. Um, and uh, with my understanding, uh, we have something that uh, that we can call the trans state even it uh, if it it's not uh, visible in the fMRIs or, or things like this um, but also I think the uh, the hypnosis is all about um, bypassing the critical faculty and making um, what's possible for um, the whole mind um, it doesn't matter if you call it subconscious, unconscious, 
or, or just the mind, uh, yeah. people can achieve uh, things that on normal circumstances they cannot. So hypnosis is, um, well, let me give you this crazy explanation. Uh, hypnotizing yeah, people, uh, <laughs> hypnotizing people is actually dehypnotizing de them because people are on their uh, normal day-to-day -day life uh, in hypnotic trance. They are, um, they are doing uh, things automatically. They, they do not use the higher functions of, of the brain. They just, um, they are in their habits and uh, they, they are uh, manifesting the, all the internal pro programs uh, that they have about themselves, about the, the world. And um, making uh, hypnosis, putting people in hypnotic trance is like dehypnotizing them uh, from their uh, daily daily trances. Mm. 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 Interesting, interesting. Tell me, tell me, you know, with regards to how that's developed over the years, you know, I mean, you mentioned earlier that you were speaking, um, um, you know, that, that you've been kind of, you know, exploring this field and working within this field for, for 15 years and, um, and, and, you know, and, and you kind of developed a, a strong thought process with regards to it. Who, who, who are some of your major influences? Um, what are some of the books and some of the authors that have taught you the most or some of the teachers that have been the most influential upon you? Well, <laughs> the list is long. Yeah. <laughs> As I mentioned before, I was a horrible subject in, in hypnosis. And uh, when I began um, working with hypnosis, uh, in my country, in Poland, uh, we have only the NLPers, uh, Ericksonians, and people into mesmerism. And uh, the first major step uh, for me uh, is when I came across the work of uh, Dave Elman. Um, and I've been, uh, I've been studying the, the work of, of uh, Jerry Kine. Uh, who were uh, developing and who, who were continuing the, the work of uh, Dave Elman. And it really blew my mind uh, because the, the simplicity and the structure behind it um, and the possibility of uh, making more people um, achieve things that, that uh, was impossible for me. Even uh, when, when many people tried to hypnotize me, uh, I was unable to, to achieve them. And uh, in my country, there was an opinion that there are something that we can uh, call uh, the, the susceptibil uh, susceptibility of, uh, of, uh, of suggestions, of hypnotism. And uh, I was called that I am not susceptible uh, enough. Right. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, the first thing that I that stuck in my mind from uh, what Jerry Kine was teaching was that everyone can achieve all with hypnosis. Everyone can achieve somnambulism. Everyone can achieve uh, amnesia, anesthesia, hallucinations. And I, I, first I thought to myself, this guy is crazy. He, 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 this is not the reality. This is not my reality. Uh, but then I, I started to use those techniques and it turned out to be true. Well, and uh, at the beginning for me, still not. I, I, I still uh, had many problems to go through that. 
um, because I realized I still I, I still lacked uh, many pieces pieces of the, the puzzle of, of human mind of uh, hypnotism, and I am very analytical. Um, I studied uh, informatics, for, so so for me, I have to, to be aware of of all the mechanism behind the, the thing, the, the things. Uh, I want to understand them, um, and uh, I still uh, have had missed some some big puzzles in the, the in this field. So uh, I was stubborn, and I uh, I was studying with also many different uh, many many big names of the field with Igor Ledochowski, uh with James Tripp, Anthony Jacquin, um, with Michael Perez. Many many names have have yeah. uh, impacted me the, a lot because um, I thought that. Many of them are really, really, really smart guys, and they have uh, achieved uh, a lot. But uh, each and every and uh, every of of those uh, of those big personas, uh, they didn't have an answer for me. Why couldn't I achieve those uh, those things, those those phenomena, those those wonderful things with hypnosis? Um, but uh, each and every one of those guys um, had um, uh, had a, a piece of a puzzle, and I took uh, this different kind of puzzle from all of all, all of those great masters of hypnotism, and I put it together. And you know what? It turned out to me just fine. I was finally able to to achieve all that I want with hypnosis. Great, great. That's that, you know that's that, that's lovely to hear. I love to hear when people have taken uh, you know a good deep level of education and and, and created something um, um, of their own. Um, uh, t tell me throughout throughout your time working within this field, what's been one of the most impressive applications of hypnosis that you've that you've directly witnessed? Uh, the most impressive applications. Well, that's a huge question. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> well. I don't know if I can point uh, a, a one major, the, the, the biggest uh, application, but uh, what amazed me the most is how fast we can achieve things with with hypnosis, uh, with fears, phobias, with with uh, depressed people, with with uh, psychosomatics, uh, and uh, and uh, health, physical, uh, psychological health issues. I am impressed by the uh, by the speed, and, um, and well, for me the the the, the big thing is uh, how hypnosis can open uh, people's mind like like it opened mine um, because I think um, when people realize the potential within within the, the, the human mind uh, it's it's life-changing uh, so the, it's not about the, the this subject or, or that subject uh, for me it's like uh, 
waking up. Hypnosis can wake people up from the sleep of their day-to-day life because many people, I think, they are asleep and people need to wake up. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Um, I'm, I'm, if, you, if you could go back to when you started out, when you started out as a, a hypnotherapist or a hypnosis professional, you know, knowing, knowing the things that you know now, that, you know, with, with all the knowledge and the experience and the education that you've had over all of these years, yeah. um, is there anything that you would do differently? And, and if so, what? And, and is there any advice that the person that you are today would give to the, the younger you that you would share with our listeners? Yes, I think so. Well, the main thing is uh, have those um, those uh, two major principles that I always educate uh, either my students, my clients, um, and those two principles um, are are uh, are like this. Uh, first is everything you do in hypnosis, you are doing it right. Uh, it means. Uh, you don't uh, have to when you are in hypnosis you don't uh, have to make any decisions you don't have to try to remember anything you don't have to plan anything and uh, you you don't have to try harder uh, than you are doing it right now everything you are doing in hypnosis you are doing it right this is one of the principles uh, and the second one is the one mm, that uh, that I will give the <laughs> the younger me and uh, yeah. at the beginning uh, of my journey um, and the principle is accept everything as it is. Uh, if someone, something is happening on the, during the uh, hypnosis process, uh, it means that uh, it should happen this way. And in, in many occasions in my past, I came across uh, some, some issue, some, some the emotion, and uh, popped out of nowhere and I thought to myself, this is wrong, it, it shouldn't be like this. And in many occasions, uh, it uh, hold me back, it, it, it stopped me and I, I, I got frustrated and said, ah, God damn with, with, with this hypnosis, I'm not doing it anymore. And I had to uh, rest uh, uh, a couple of weeks, some sometimes even longer. And I came back to, to hypnosis uh, just to realize that, well, um, it's, it's strange because what happened to, to me actually was a good thing uh, that happened to me. Because uh, thanks to, to this experience, I have deeper understanding of, uh, of the processes. Um, so, um, so, so how to, uh, how to summarize this, um, what would I would tell my younger self and what would I tell to, to people who are to, into learning hypnosis, um, just trust the process and, uh, accept everything as it is, because there are no, uh, there are no, uh, mistakes uh, that that uh, you won't learn from each and every mistake each and every um, error you can call it that and uh, it's actually not an error it's supposed to, to be this way so you can learn 
more because if uh, you think that something is not right, it only means that you are missing a piece of a puzzle. And, uh, and this puzzle is actually right now knocking on your door with this uh, single error. I know this, this is a bit abstract, but <laughs> it's so no, clear. No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, for, yeah for, I... for me, it's so clear that... that uh, yeah, yeah, I get where you're coming. Yeah, I get, I get where you're coming from. Absolutely. So, um, um, we're gonna. I mean, you mentioned at the at, at the top end of this this conversation, uh, the top end of our interview today, about your interest in lucid dreaming, and we're gonna talk about that in some real depth and some real detail in the second part um, of today's show. For now, um, um, Michal, where can people go to learn more about your work, more about you, your approach to hypnosis, and and everything else? Uh, well, <laughs> uh, okay. Go to to the dictionary to to, <laughs> to learn to, to, or to translate and uh, from Polish language because uh, most of my materials are uh, right now the, in in the Polish language. In Polish. Uh, yeah, and uh, I've I've been the international speaker not 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 for a very long time. Um, and my first goal uh, was to increase uh, increase the level of hypnosis and uh, of hypnotism in in Poland. And uh, I I do not have many materials in in English, but uh, but people can uh, find me on on Facebook, and uh, I have uh, some some things to to share about the deep understanding of of hypnotism and lucid lucid dreaming yeah 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 well i will put um i will put a link to um to 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 to, to your page on on facebook uh, over at this episode's page of the hypnosis weekly website um, um and also michael will be speaking upon this subject at the uk hypnosis convention of course um um, um later on uh, in 2019 um, um we will be back with uh, michael in a short while Enjoyed that. So more from Michal in a short while, um, just as I said. And next up, we're going to have a look at our hypnosis and news stories. And today uh, I'm making reference to a single story once again. Uh, it's been uh, big in the media this week. Um, and the title of the story um, at the nowtolove.com.au uh, website is Hypnotherapy in Pregnancy. We used a pendulum to communicate with our unborn child. Uh, so there's no sneaking the topic in. The article opens up and goes straight to the main claim. And it says this. Have you ever thought about being hypnotized? What if I told you there were ways to communicate with your unborn baby via hypnosis? According to emotional intelligence expert Daniel Tolson, by using hypnosis and a pendulum, we can communicate to our babies in utero. He and his wife, Nini, used a pendulum as a biofeedback device so that they could ask direct questions to the baby and get an immediate yes or no response. Um, that's the end of the quote. Uh, then there's a video um, um, that the Tolson's user using a pendulum to communicate with their unborn child. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what I'm seeing with the video. Um, um, anyway, um, the article goes on. 
Uh, first, we would ask permission to see if the baby felt like communicating, Tolson tells the Now to Love website. Then we'd use the pendulum to get yes or no feedback and doing what we could to ask questions to see which food made our baby the happiest, how the baby felt, did they know mum and dad's voice, were they comfortable and when they wanted to be born. Uh, sound a bit woo-woo? Tolson claims that it really works. We could ask our baby if it enjoyed when mum ate beef, and if the answer was yes, we'd know to keep doing that. Or if the answer was no, Nini could change her diet, explains Tolson. We'd ask if they were comfortable, and if not, Nini would change her position, and the answer would change. Incredibly, our baby was able to tell us when they would be born two weeks early. And they were. And that's the end of the quote. Okay. So so the baby, as of yet, unaware of what the world outside the womb looks like or, or is like, and without a fully without a fully developed brain even, is able to state that it doesn't like mum's dinner or wants more gravy on their Yorkshire puddings. Uh, I mean, saying that, come on, everybody wants more gravy on their Yorkshire puddings. I'm joking, but, but, but even if I'm being generous, I can't see how a pendulum is able to be influenced by the baby and its wishes in the slightest. Um, and what's more, and what strikes me as being rather frustrating, is the way that hypnosis is being used and incorporated into all of this. I mean, how is hypnosis employed here? And why is it at all relevant in any way to what is going on with communicating with an unborn baby? I, I don't get it. What role is hypnosis playing that makes it in any way pertinent or relevant here? I mean, it, it's just not, is it? I mean, within the article, they go on to discuss NLP and the value of being positive as a means of advancing one's own experience of pregnancy. And there's certain elements of that that I, that, that I sort of understand. Um, 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 they then go on to say this. Tolson says he was also very aware of the language he used when around Nini when she, while she was pregnant. I was very aware of the language I used so that the baby only took on positive programming and didn't hear anything negative that would impact them in their life. Tolson says that both his children are exceptionally emotional, intelligent, confident and great communicators. He attributes this to Nini being free from negative emotions during pregnancy and the constant communications in utero using the pendulum. The quote ends. Really? Can we be sure that the daughter's emotional intelligence, confidence and communication skills are indeed down to that? Um, and, and, and what's more, do we know that they're not just saying this? Um, anyway, I mean, the article talks about hypnobirthing, but, but even then, not very accurately. And also rounds off with some positivity strap lines that I just don't feel very, I don't find very convincing. And I'm just not convinced that, that any of this has anything to do with hypnosis. There's no evidence base to support this application of hypnosis. And when you understand what hypnosis is, or, or rather more of what the evidence tends to suggest it is, you know, even with conflicting um, 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 evidence bases about what hypnosis is. You know, th there is no leading theory of hypnosis and no real evidence base supporting an approach to hypnosis that supports this sort of application. Um, um, you know, that's not really, you know, th 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 that's without me really even disputing the claims being made about the pendulum, the baby and, and everything else. I mean, everything else. 
Anyway, um, um, to conclude, I think it's bunkum. Um, I'm sorry, but with our current understanding, I think it is bunkum. And we have so much to celebrate with our use of hypnosis. You know, why pollute our already discoloured PR issue uh, with more of this type of thing? You know, you're doing us no good whatsoever. Uh, Mr. Tolson and Nini um, um, and your pendulum and your, your communicating with the unborn baby type stuff. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I'm happy to yield if there's some kind of evidence and, and, and quality uh, uh, so, sort of assurance as far as this is concerned. But currently, uh, I, I'm quite steadfast in a different place. Um, there is a link to that referenced article over at this page, uh, episodes page of the Hypnosis Weekly website. Um, next up, we have this week's professional discussion then. Um, and I welcome back Michal Czeslakowski. Uh, we're talking lucid dreaming, uh, which is not a subject we've covered here on the show before. And again, it's not typically a subject that you would associate with me. Uh, you know, let's be honest, um, um, it's not something that features within my own work. Um, however, you know, this show is all about embracing the diversity and looking at a range of approaches, you know, and, and, and Mikhail loves this subject. He's had some major personal experiences with it and he's also examined some evidence regarding it. So I thought it would make for a refreshing change to go in a slightly different direction here on the show. So without any further delay, here is this week's professional discussion with my guest Mikhail Szczeslakowski. Enjoy. So I'm back, rejoined um, with this week's guest, Michal Czeslakowski. Um and I am um, I'm, I, I, I'm really intrigued this week um, um, with regards to Michael's subject. Um, um, he's going to be talking about lucid dreaming. Um, 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 welcome back, Michal. Uh, tell us a little bit. How, how did your interest develop in this area? First of all, I mean, you, you mentioned at the beginning of our interview section that you'd had an experience of lucid dreaming. Um, 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 tell us a little, little bit about that, and, and then how your interest developed over time um, um, to the point where you where, where you teach and talk about it and, and instruct people in this area. Well, the thing is, I uh, before my first experience, I have never uh, heard of the phenomena. I have never uh, read about it. I, I have no clue that something like uh, lucid uh, dreaming even exists. Um, so the, one night I was dreaming a, a normal, regular dream. Uh, and within this dream, I was uh, talking to, to my friends, normal day-to-day -day, uh, conversation. And uh, suddenly I um, notice that in my room and uh, there is a two level bed uh, that I uh, that me and my brother used to have. But uh, at the moment we didn't uh, ha had this this bed. So I, I thought to myself, this is strange. It uh, shouldn't be here right now. Uh, so I realized um, that uh, this strange think and uh, and it uh, must be that I'm dreaming and uh, so I realize that I'm dreaming still being within a dream so I started to uh, convince my friend uh, and I uh, I was talking to her hey and uh, Agnieszka and we are within my dream and she uh, replied to me, nah, this is nonsense and uh, it, it's not possible. 
but uh, then I said, well, look, I can use my mind to move objects and uh, objects with, with pure the, the, the willpower and uh, the battle move. And she said, eh, this is some kind of tricks. But uh, if you think about, uh, about it, Adam, for, for a second, that was yeah. a, a little bit stupid from, from <laughs> my side because I was trying to convince the fig figment of my imagination and uh, my friend Agnieszka was that, uh, a character of my dream. So I was, right. try, I was trying to, to convince her that uh, <laughs> she's within my dream. Yeah. <laughs> a bit of nonsense, <laughs> right? And uh, not, not fully logic. And, uh, but then I realized that uh, the, the, the stupid thing that I was doing, as I, I taught myself, I will not try to convince her anymore. I will do some other st stuff. Uh, so I start to fly. I was flying around uh, around Warsaw in Poland, and uh, I, I felt like Neo in Matrix. Uh, I could do anything, and everything was and, uh, so intense. I can feel the wind on my face. I can uh, see and things. I, I, I could touch things, and it was like... And uh, like like this uh, virtual reality of of new generation, <laughs> right? And yeah. uh, that that uh, everything is real, even more real than than in real life. It's it's a bit strange to to explain uh, because in real life you are limited by your senses, and um, your eyes can can absorb and uh, informations from from photons, right? And uh, and uh, within dreams there are no such limitations uh, you are not limited by your physical senses so and the things could be the, the dream can be even more intense and, and vivid than uh, real reality so um, that was my first experience and it was so amazing and it was so intense that i thought to myself i have to do it again and then again and then again i have to learn it uh, so and uh, I, I was trying to learn as much as possible on on the subject, as much techniques and, uh, as possible to, on the lucid dreaming. Uh, but uh, almost all of those techniques were, uh, well, they weren't good uh, enough. And after a few months of, of practice, I, um, I maybe had uh, two or three lucid dreams. Uh, so it was not enough for me. Uh, so I began to, to find the better ways to, to create it and to, to achieve it. So I came across hypnosis yeah. and hypnosis turned turn out to be uh, the, the, things, uh, the, the one thing that uh, would help me achieve uh, more of those wonderful lucid uh, dreams because hypnosis uh, deals uh, with, with uh, subconscious processes with uh, with uh, much more of, of the, the things that are happening within the mind and lucid dreaming is just uh, you are uh, manifesting your consciousness uh, in the world that you are uh, constantly create uh, creating subconsciously uh, so that's why I, I started to, to learn hypnosis and I started to create my own methods of using hypnosis to obtain lucid dreaming.
Right, right, right. And, and so, so, so you, you started really asking or answering my next question there, really. Um, when, we're, when we're talking about lucid dreaming, what, what do we actually mean? What, what, what actually are we talking about here? We're talking about um, um, a dream that somebody feels very much involved in or something where they feel it's, it's real. Uh, well, not exactly, <laughs> uh, because actually, the, when people have uh, a nightmare, for 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 example, uh, yeah. uh, they are involved in the nightmare and they are feeling that the nightmare is real, and so so it's not about involving and being involved or, or the thinking that it is real. Actually, right. it's it's the other way around. Uh, uh. It's the um, it's uh, the more you are. The aware uh, that uh, this is a, a dream, um, the more lucid you are. Uh, let me give you an example. Yeah. Um, you, you, you probably had a lot of dreams in your life, right? Um, yeah. Uh, so, the, for example, if you had a, a dream that you are um, um, walking out of your apartment, and uh, maybe to to take a bus to to go to to work on something like this, and um, then you realize uh, after maybe second or, or third stop of the bus that uh, you don't remember if you lock uh, your uh, door in your apartment, and uh, so uh, believing that uh, that that uh, it's real, and you got scared right because yeah. you you left your apartment uh, open maybe some 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 someone will break in or something like this and uh, you are afraid so you won't um, jump out of the bus and uh, of the bus and, and uh, you are thinking ah god damn it i have to go back and close my apartment should i uh, run or should i wait for the uh, bus on the other side so so it would it would take me home right and, uh, so this is uh, a non-lucid dream that you are believing that it's real you have no no clue that you are within a dream um, but uh, if you have uh, uh, um, ex extended awareness and uh, widened awareness of, of, uh, of that this is a, a dream, um, so and uh, let, let, let us take another scenario. And yeah. uh, within this bus, and uh, you, re you realize, oh damn, I didn't lock my apartment. So you jump off the bus and then you realize this is a dream and within a dream I can fly. So I will fly. I don't have to run. I don't have to take the, the, the bus to the other side and uh, I can fly to lock my apartment. But actually the, it's, it's uh, your level of awareness and uh, it's not high enough because and uh, you uh, you re you are realizing that you are within a dream, but partially you still uh, involve and uh, in the uh, reality of this dream. Because if you have and, uh, a full lucid dream, and uh, after you jump off the bus and realize, hey, this is a dream. I don't have I do not have to lock this apartment because this apartment is the part of my dream my memory of not locking the apartment is the part of my dream 
And uh, so it's it's like the level of awareness. Uh, the more aware of uh, of of the possibilities of uh, of lucid dreams, the more aware um, you are of those possibilities, um, the more lucid you are, and the more thing things you can do within this dream. You don't need to react on the circumstances of the dreams. Uh, the dream is not reactive. You are not rea reactive anymore within the dream. You are more proactive. So being lucid in the dream is like being uh, proactive with the knowledge of the possibilities that came with the lucid dreams. Right, right, okay. And so and, and so, tell me a little bit about, you know, what's, What's what's the reason for for wanting to explore them and use them? Well, uh, the first and uh, the first reason um, is is I think quite obvious. Uh, it's uh, to sleep better and to have a lot of fun because yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, because uh, experiencing lucid dreams is amazing. It's, it's like uh, as I mentioned before, like this uh, new generation of virtual reality. You can yeah. do anything. You can fly. You can, you can go through walls. You can you can do anything. So it's pure fun. And uh, you probably agree with me when you have a nightmare, when you wake up from a nightmare, you are tired, you, you are not feeling well, right? Yeah. Uh, so the, yeah. what happens if you have a pleasant dream? If, if uh, within this dream, you, you are doing some great things. Um, after this, um, the, this kind of dream, when you wake up, you are feeling great, right? Yeah. So yeah, this is the, the main reason. If you have fun within a the lucid dream and uh, you wake up and you are uh, feeling great, you are feeling refreshed, you are feel, feeling that, that uh, you have rest uh, a great deal. And it's so, so it's for fun and for well-being. And um, the second thing that, that could motivate uh, people for the, for for the practicing lucid dreams, uh, it's to um, expand the awareness of the possibilities of the human mind. Right. Uh, because yeah. because when the, you are within lucid dreams, um, there are, as I mentioned before, there are no limitations. Uh, for for example, uh, with the, uh, your physical senses. And uh, you can uh, you can even grow another uh, hand and another arm, and uh, you you can uh, do uh, so many crazy things that uh, <laughs> uh, that that normal people said it is not possible, and the human mind cannot create something like this. But within a lucid dream, you can you can experience things that uh, for many people they are not even um, they they cannot even imagine the, that that uh, that is possible so yeah. it's um really opening it, it, it can open uh, people's mind uh, about the, the the possibilities 
of uh, what uh, what can be achieved and and, and what can yeah. uh, because uh, I realized that when I and I can call it that way uh, when I when I am waking up within the dream so this is becoming lucid when you are waking up within a dream right. uh, it's uh, affecting uh, when you are waking up within uh, your well real reality um, because uh, uh, there is a, a big similarity uh, what, what I mean is uh, on regular dreams and uh, people are reacting for, uh, in the, the according to circumstances and uh, in in that dream and people are doing the same in their and uh, real life people are are reactive they, they uh, if something uh, happening to them they react but uh, with practice of lucid dreams and uh, you are like a, a creator within lucid dreams you are creator you're you're uh, you're creating the the dream environment you're creating your own action you create you can create your own body you can create your and uh, your mind processes and it transfer into reality because it's like you are the, no longer reactive in your uh, regular life you are proactive you are the, the creator of uh, of things that you want in your life and not only react to them and the right. third right you understand yeah what yeah I mean? yeah uh, so the third thing to to motivate people is the well <laughs> is the topic of my uh, presentation i'll be giving in this year's uk hypnosis convention yeah. uh, is hypnotherapy within lucid dreams uh, it means that uh, you can use lucid dreams to to change yourself and to, to, to go through the processes of self-therapy, of self-development, um, and you can use this state uh, to, well, to build your better future, changing your present self. Right. So it's the, the third motivation yeah. is, is, uh, is self-development, it's self change which is uh, which in lucid dreams uh, is quite unique because imagine that you uh, every night you are like um, connected to this uh, hyper duper amazing virtual reality and yeah. that you can experience everything uh, and uh, what you do there uh, can influence your daily life so it's 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 quite amazing yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so, um, um, so unlike our regular dreams, then um, um, a lucid dream is something that you have you have a degree of control over, and you're able to direct it. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Well, and you can direct it in almost any direction you can think of, and even even in in many more directions yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and so uh, and so and so a lot of your work is helping to teach people how to do that um, 
Well, mm, yes. Well, I'm all uh, all into experimental hypnosis and right. uh, and uh, lucid dreaming uh, is is one of the uh, subject that I'm uh, I, I, I'm really uh, into. Um, but it's it's not all, and I'm yeah. I'm not using. Um, the, my my hypnosis hypnotherapy skills to teach people lucid dreaming on the daily basis, and uh, I think the main reason for it is uh, that uh, people do not understand the the benefits behind uh, lucid dreams, and also um, it's 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 uh, well. It's not super easy yet, so right, okay. <laughs> so it means. So that, yeah, this uh, is this is what I was going to ask next. Actually, you know, is is, yeah. is 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 everyone able to do it, or is there? Does it take a particular kind of person, or do some people find it easier than others? Well, everyone can do it, and yeah. uh, yet the, sometimes it's taking the, well a little bit of uh, of work. Um, for for example, if uh, if if uh, someone um, have a a fear of flying, uh, the, the the person um, is is coming to the hypnotherapist, and within a session or, or or two, the fear is gone. The fear is gone completely and, and will not come back. And it's like uh, instant uh, instant gratification, right? Uh, but sure. with uh, but with lucid dreaming, uh, it's um, it's it's uh, a bigger um, involvement from from the people that are interested uh, in uh, the bigger in involvement is required. Uh, so it's not like uh, like uh, a magic pill. I will hypnotize you. I will give you the, a couple of suggestions. You will go, go through some processes and and then you have uh, this amazing ability to the rest of your life. Uh, with the practice of lucid dreaming and uh, with hypnosis is much, much, much easier than with regular techniques. But still, it, uh, it it's uh, it still have to be done. Uh, the, the the work had to be done. Right, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to practice. And so, and and so, is it something that is done more as a kind of self hypnosis process before? before you go to sleep at night um, um or is it something that you do with 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 with, with hetero hypnosis and have the experience right away there and then um well everything uh, i think everything that uh, can be done in in hetero hypnosis can be done in self hypnosis but uh, but uh, it's not always so so easy with uh, no. self hypnosis no i um, agree but uh, there are shortcuts and uh, that that we can uh, use um like and uh, well uh, i told you that i studied uh, informatics uh, so i'm <laughs> i'm into the computer programming and for yeah. me yeah. And, uh, for for me, the hypnosis uh, are well have some similar similarities um, to to programming uh, in the matter of uh, that we can put uh, a program uh, within the mind, um, like creating a, a habit, and um, and you can 
uh, create habit uh, normally without hypnosis, right? By by repetition. And, but uh, with hypnosis, you can create a habit uh, that is uh, abstract, um, the, which means um, the, you cannot practice it in real life because there are no circumstances in the real life. And, uh, but with hypnosis, you can uh, you can practice this habit. You can develop this uh, this habit um, that uh, that can open the the door for lucid dreaming. So. Um, so it uh, it all came it, it, it's it's all about uh, the level of uh, of of skills of people who are using it using uh, those techniques. If someone is skilled in self hypnosis, uh, it will be very easy to apply the, my techniques and uh, by themselves but if someone uh, is uh, not skilled in self-hypnosis it's better to use uh, heterohypnosis it's better to to uh, use someone else's voice to guide you there yeah 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 sure sure and so um um so so people that want to um um, um, people that want to to come and and learn more about this from you, what's the best thing for them to do? Uh, come to the UK Hypnosis Convention. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. would be the, the 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 great start because um, at the, the UK Convention, and uh, people are are also learning some the skills in hypnotism, in self hypnosis. And uh, at my my presentation, they will realize that uh, the road uh, for lucid dreaming and uh, with hypnosis is very very uh, easy, and they don't need to have my whole system uh, to begin the work. At the uh, at, at my presentation, I will uh, I will give people the the well the meat and, uh, and potatoes of how to apply and uh, hypnosis. Uh, in lucid dreaming, so I think it's it's great. Uh, well, for many people, great start, and uh, and uh, for some people, I think it will be a, a great bust and uh, to to accelerate in learning lucid dreaming. And I I'll not be only uh, speaking and teaching how to use lucid lucid dreams for. Uh, self change self therapy uh, the the subject is hypnotherapy within lucid dreams uh, but i will be on to also giving two uh, best and uh, and fastest ways to achieve lucid dreams with with hypnosis i think uh, people will will find it very very uh, a great value in, in yeah. there. Yeah, great, great, great. Well, you know, it's, it's really exciting stuff, and it's very different to the kind of things typically that 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 that, that, that I'm used to discussing. So I don't really know anything about it, and um, um, it's certainly something that I'm looking forward to exploring. And also, you're going to be sharing some some recent research on the subject, I believe, as well. Um, um, so so I'm 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 quite excited about that, and I'm looking forward to to seeing a presentation myself. Thank um, you. Um, 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 all that left, all that's remains for me to say today, um, Michael. Thank you very much for coming and being this week's guest on Hypnosis Weekly. Yeah, thank you for, for inviting me. And well, we will uh, do some great things at the convention, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Mm -hmm.
welcome back. Uh, there is a link to Michal's Facebook page and, um, and his presentation page at the UK Hypnosis Convention website over at this episode's page of the Hypnosis Weekly website and in the episode notes at iTunes. Um, um, so finally today, our evidence-based hypnosis factoid of the week is this. Um, um, hypnosis has proven effective for emotional numbing. Yes, indeed. So this application, a rather unusual application of hypnosis used for the numbing of emotions. A 2001 study by Bryant and Korsh investigated the use of a hypnotic suggestion to inhibit emotional responses. And, and what they did, uh, following a hypnotic induction, half of the study participants were given a suggestion for emotional numbing. Participants were then presented with slides depicting neutral or disfigured faces. And participants who received the emotional numbing suggestion reported less responsivity to the disfigured faces than those in the control group. Um, and the findings suggest that hypnosis can be effective at emotional numbing and may also be a useful paradigm in which to explore processes in emotional inhibition. Um, a link to that research paper is included on this episode's page of the Hypnosis Weekly website. If you follow me on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram, you can find masses of memes relating to a variety of studies whereby hypnosis has been examined. Um, and that's it for this week's 110th edition. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I've got many more exciting guests that I'll be welcoming to Hypnosis Weekly in coming editions. We'll be discussing, debating, celebrating and above all, remaining friends. Now, next time out, I have got what I believe to be a real treat for you. I'm going to be speaking to Donald Robertson. Um, I'm someone who has, you know, who is a contender for, for the greatest influence upon my own career. Um, I'm certainly in the mid 2000s was. Um, um, it's an episode that I cannot wait to share with you. And we'll be talking about hypnosis and philosophy together. Um, um, and, and you are going to love it. So don't miss that one. All the references made in the discussions along with related links are posted at each episode's uh, page on the Hypnosis Weekly website, www.hypnosis-weekly.com. I absolutely welcome your thoughts, your comments, your suggestions and questions. So do please message me or add them on the Hypnosis Weekly website and I'll make sure they are addressed, answered and explained accordingly. Please do share this podcast on Facebook, Twitter and anywhere else and really help us reach the hypnosis field. Thanks again go to Michal Cheslakovsky and thanks to you for tuning in. My name is Adam Eason, this has been Hypnosis Weekly. Until next time, goodbye for now. Music